morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Let's do this. Yes. Let's, Let's do, do this. this. Let's do this. Coveted hour. Sore throat hour. A lot of people want this hour. They yep. can't have it for now. This is a coveted hour. Very the midday coveted. grind. The lozenge hour. Lozenge hour. Strick good, is here. Good word. I like lozenge. Thank you. I've got a little bit of a sore throat. Lost my voice yesterday. It's back today. I apologize in advance that the voice is back. Sure, the, sure the community is... <laughs> <laughs> Static. Strick got his voice. Did you lose it doing TV on Sunday, bringing those hot takes? I just lost. I don't know what happened. You know, it was, uh, who knows? I wasn't sick. I'm not sick. Martin's, Could be an allergy. Martin's kind of leaning further away from I, I got to say, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, sick. I'm not sick at all. Although I'm very guilty of. nobody is sick in my house, knock on wood. So I don't know what happened. But, Martin uh, showed up here for like three It's starting weeks. to come back. It's starting to feel a little bit better. Always a pleasure. Always great to be here on a Wednesday. Great to see you. Um, I apologize. On the TV side. The other night, something was supposed to happen that didn't. Mm. So Andy was our guest on Sports Final. We're talking blues, talking hockey. And under his name, they Charlie, they call it a Chiron. You sort of are familiar with these. And you put a person's <laughs> name and then their title. So it said Fox Sports Midwest, mm. hockey reporter, host, 590 The Fan, yeah. Hockey Sense. It has all of that underneath. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll put at Andy Strickland on Twitter. Oh, you put the wrong name? No. So the other night... After your name had been up three or four times, I had placed one in there that said, people call him 622 Blue. <laughs> the director never took it. Aww. And I wanted to ask if he thought it was an editorial decision, like he thought it was me clowning around, yeah. and he thought it was inappropriate. He made that decision on the fly. So you're sitting there talking, mm-hmm. and I kept looking out of the corner of my eye to the monitor, yeah. waiting for it to come up. So I could say, hey, look, 622 Blue. And it never happened. Never I happened. apologize. So were you Although not you listening to what he was saying? Whoa. Oh, no, I did both. You okay. said people, which is plural. I think it's just you. What people call you, you this? It should have said, I oh, call oh. him 622 Blue. No, it's catching Blue. on. Is it catching yes. on with your people? I think well, it's this show, actually. I haven't heard okay. it. But I'm, all, I'm hey, disappointed. Listen, I'm, it would have been I'm a lot okay of fun. I'm okay with it. I think it's funny. And uh, certainly I embrace it. I just don't get the sense it's catching on at all. I like it personally. Let's take some text messages. Hey, five, 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 two, eight, two, eight, two, five, five. Let's vote on this. Let's vote on it. Strick is here. Blues playing Anaheim tonight. They've got the Kings tomorrow, then San Jose Saturday, three-game swing through California. The last time, which was right before the All-Star break, they had the Anaheim-LA deal. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the worst losses was the Kings game. Terrible correct? loss. Yeah. One of the worst and losses the Anaheim of the game season. is what started the streak. That's where they began, the 11-game run. So yep. the next couple of nights, what do you think, two winnable games? Fair oh, enough, more winnable. than fair. I mean, let's face it, the Blues have the, based on winning percentage, the easiest schedule in the league the rest of the way. Not just in the West, not just in the Central Division, but the easiest schedule in the league. I think they have four more games left on the schedule against teams that are currently in a playoff position. 
and only two more games against divisional opponents. So when you're fighting for your playoff lives, because that's what the Blues are doing now, the 11-game winning streak, which is in the past, to put them in great position. But now you look at where teams are. Minnesota's creeping up. Dallas is certainly there. They keep winning. They won a one uh, nothing game last night against the New York Rangers. So you have to win these games. You cannot lose to teams that are below you in the standings. And uh, Craig Berube said just as much without using those exact words yesterday. I mean, this is, you don't want to call it a must-win game, but you can't go into Anaheim, a team that's lost, I think they're 5-6 and six under their new head coach, who's also the general manager who took over when Randy Carlisle was fired. But I think they had lost something like 15-20 to 20 before that. This is a team that is certainly trending downward, not upward. Got to find a way to win these games in the West Coast. Uh, Chuck, you were there holding them accountable yesterday, having mm. Shenner back, clearly a little boost. I think they he need. asked a TV question yesterday, if I remember. Is it was like about, a hockey trade? It was about What's the a TV weather. question? <laughs> he said, are you excited to get out oh, of this cold weather up. and get to the West Coast where it's warm? <laughs> he said, uh, we're going there to play hockey. It's no. A, it's a business trip. Again, a lie. The show is all lies. <laughs> Everything on this show is lies. My gambling lies. Barubi actually said, and it is good for the body, and the mind mm-hmm. and morale when it's 5, 10, 20 degrees in St. Louis to get out to California for four days. You're telling me those players sitting around St. Louis, freezing cold, don't love going to California for four days. But I'm they're sure from they Moose do, Jaw. But you've got, listen, you've got games in back-to-back days. It's not like they're spending time on the golf course Did or I on say the they beach. Were? So, I mean, the idea that they're going to be able to, to truly enjoy the weather probably isn't in play. Now, there are other road trips out west during the course of the season. Maybe they have a day off and they can go hang out on Venice. But this is not one of those trips. Their focus is on hockey. He said as much, but it was a good question. Well, do you think that I was thinking they were going to go there are you guys and, going to Disneyland? and sit on the beach <laughs> and not play the hockey games? I think um, if you were to ask uh, he gave a good answer. The broadcasters, if you were asked the PR staff, I think they absolutely love the fact they're getting out of the cold weather. But the players That's actually not their focus. the players don't like. Not that it's going to be 70 degrees. Not, they actually, they're not happy about the fact that they can wear shorts around. They're, they're pissed about that, actually. I think Craig Bruby said, I don't mind the cold. I actually like the cold. And I think most players who grew up in this weather, it's hockey season, man. This is not wakeboarding season. Okay, so yeah. I don't think that's Wait the focus. I don't think that's the focus. Well, you guys have chance to see some of the question. Hollywood so stars. I thought it was an award-winning question. <laughs> Will you go to the answer. Walk of Fame? This guy, Martin, doesn't even know how to get to Enterprise Center, okay? So you, you can stop the, it. You were at the Mills. <laughs> or the Mills, which, which, by the way, is not called the Mills. I was corrected. Oh, I, hate I, hate I, hate I was corrected by that. Yes. It's the St. Louis Outlet Mall, even though it's still located no, on St. Louis ice, Mills it's the ice zone. Boulevard. The ice zone. But the mall is now called the St. Louis Outlet Mall. Oh, is it? Well, no wonder it's going under. They don't even know what the hell to call it. The St. Louis Lights are Outlet Mall. There and this, are yeah, no this is on the out open. part of all. We that, usually yeah. just put Hazelwood on our Chiron because <laughs> yeah. it's like, what the hell is it? It's the Outlet Mall. It's the Mills. You call it the Ice Zone. Yeah, the Ice Zone. That's what the brink is actually called. Owned by Dr. Matt Gornett, uh, my guy, <laughs> whose son Cameron right now is on your staff has become the number one starting goaltender for Harvard because of injury, and he's he's done well. Just recently shut out Yale, one three nothing. So a shout out to Cam Gornett and Dr. Matt Gornett. My nephew was in town for a Tier One showcase, plays AAA hockey out of Indianapolis, and they were all excited because these games were going to be at. It was listed at an outlet mall. They thought they were going to have places to go, and all of a sudden the game ends, and they said, you didn't tell us there's nothing open here. <laughs> there's actually nothing to do. There is a, pe- a pretzel place that is still open. Actually. Aunt Annie's, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Auntie Anne's. So, uh, Andy, do you guys sit around and say, oh, there's a TV question? There's a, is that common no, chatter with you Midwest not. folks? Because you guys you are work on, TV. on TV. No, I would never do that. And I honestly wouldn't. 
And Chuck's my guy. Mm, no, you would. Love you, buddy. You 622. Would. I wouldn't. You would. Chuck's my guy. I didn't think of it much until... Uh, I thought of it at the moment and then right now. I didn't think of it between. Uh, I brought this up with Frank yesterday. <laughs> Do you think we were wrong... Were we wrong about Hitch? Because when he went to Edmonton, we were crying that he should have come here. I looked it up. They're 20, 20, and 6 since he arrived. So mm-hmm. not quite the Hitch bump. Or is it just the Oilers team's not that good? They're not very good at all. I mean, they're actually terrible. So maybe the 20 and 20 and 6 is not bad. Um, Didn't he have an initial bump? He had a he had an initial bump. But I've always told you, you can put Snow White behind the bench, and you're going to get that initial bump for the most part. I mean... We made a change today. We're adding Snow White. That's a TV comment, by the way. That's a throwaway TV to comment. To make an allusion How to many a Disney times movie. We've seen that over and over and over again, especially here in St. Louis. We should know by now. But, you know, he's a guy who is a, uh, he's a quick fixer. But, you know, they had some. Their season, <laughs> they were five games That's over. That's a hockey term. They, That's a hockey term. They were five games over 500 when their number one defenseman, Oscar Clefbaum, who I'm sure you're a big fan of, when he went so down and he missed several weeks with an injury, they missed him. I mean, it, you cannot overstate how badly they missed him because they're not very deep anyway. Another one of their top defensemen had been hurt all year long. So they were down their two best defensemen, and I think that really hurt them. So, I mean, I, if, if, if McDavid doesn't score or, um, you know, Leon Dreisaitl doesn't score, who's got 41 goals now, I mean, if those two guys don't score, they have no, no chance. So those guys do all the damage. They've tried guys like Zach Cassian, who's a good player, but not a first-line guy. Uh, Ty Ratty. I mean, they've been trying to find guys to... Ty Ratty, you know, is marginal when it comes to being an NHL player. You can make the case that he probably belongs in the, the American Hockey League, even though I like him. But they're just not that good. Hold on, was that a shot? Are his parents listening? They're not Strict the, shot. Uh, he, was, he was great for the Portland Winterhawks back in, in junior. But they're not Portland. very good. They're not very good. So you know what? 500, 500 is Hold about on. right. 500 Hold is about on. right. Yarmo for, is about to appear on this show. Yarmo better get it together right now. St. Louis Blues select Calgary Ice Dogs Alex Petrangelo. <laughs> Portland Winter. Winterhawks? Sarnia Portland Sting. Winter Wolves. Portland Winter Wolves. Uh, we'll, no, we'll, they better get it together. Windsor Spitfires. JD and Yarmo and company. <laughs> Yarmo's my guy. Will Will Hitch stay on there? You think he gets another year? Is that it? No, that's probably the end for him. Yeah, probably. Okay, how about a Q update? They, is because, he still? Because sh- here's the deal: because they the, the GM who fired who hired him got fired, and and you know they're gonna they're gonna make a change there. How about a Q update? Still just kind of holding pattern. You think till the season ends? I got a couple of teams end? I'm gonna throw out there for you. Ooh, I like you threw a Colorado at me. Colorado, Nashville's been getting Colorado, mentioned. Nashville for sure. Wow, Nashville because. You got to think of: Can you win? Do they have the resources to pay? And would he and his wife like to live in Boo. the city? Boo, my girl. So the answer: <laughs> Nashville checks two. all those Boo. boxes. Now, Peter Laviolette, very Still good has coach, the job. Yes, very good coach. Won a Stanley Cup, but he is a shelf life coach. And Hold on. One's a quick. Yes. Fi- I'm going to write yeah. all this in quick. That fixer. feels like a John Mozeliak term, and I really like it. By yeah. the way, he's a shelf life. He's coach. a he's a shelf life coach. So if they were to lose or have a quick exit, you know, they made it to the final a couple of years ago. Last year they were bounced in the second round, didn't get to the conference final. This year, heavy expectations, and have been even though they've they've had a good year, they've been a little bit inconsistent. They just don't look as sharp as they did early in the season, and what you would expect from them. Uh, if they get bounced early in the playoff, say they play St. Louis or Dallas in the first round and lose, 
Um, I think there's a very good chance that you would see a change if they believe they can get Joel Quimbo. I don't think they're going to fire Peter Laviolette just to fire him. But if they think they could bring in Joel, I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If you were Quinville, or mm-hmm. you're, let's get inside his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rank him. He can go anywhere. Every mm-hmm. job's available. Rank okay. him in his head where he would go. Every job's available. Well, all right. Almost every job's available. Wow. Where do you think he would go? Because he could go to Colorado. Probably could go to if he pushed it in St. Louis, he could probably end up here. Yeah. If he told Nashville, "I want that job," assuming think, they don't make yeah, a deep Nashville run, would be up there because of the talent they have. Toronto would be up there. I mean, Mike Babcock's the coach, but again, I don't think he's in danger of getting fired. But if Toronto loses in the first round to Boston, Boston could be a team also that could have some interest from both sides in terms of Joel and the Boston Bruins. Um, I mean, we're talking about teams that I've said this from day one since he got fired, Martin, and you know this. I've said there will be good teams who get fired early in the playoffs who think they have a chance to win, who will look to bring in Joel Quimble if they believe he can help get them over the top. And I still believe that. And you, because of the playoff format the way it is right now with these two, three matchups, um, and really anybody can beat anybody. Look at how good these wild – typically the wild card teams who get into the playoffs – are playing great hockey down the stretch to earn a wild card spot. So even a wild card team versus a one, albeit an upset, isn't probably as big of an upset as you'd think, unless it's a team like Tampa Bay going down. I mean, some of these wild card teams are pretty good. With Pittsburgh, that, Pittsburgh Penguins could be a wild card team out of the East. With know? that in mind, does it really matter? As long as the Blues are in the playoffs, does it really matter where they finish? Absolutely not. It doesn't really matter. I mean. If you finish in a wild card spot, I wouldn't want to play Winnipeg in the first round. I just there's something about the Winnipeg Jets. It's a heavy team. They're well, they can play any style. They can play fast. They can play heavy. They've got Furious. depth on the back end. They're good up front. They've got star power. They've got a goaltender. Took a shot off the face last night though. Had to get some stitches. Basically broke his mask. Um, I thought you were just saying they had a goaltender. I'm like, well, that helps. No. Uh, they they got he, a goaltender, probably two. A goaltender. They've got an arena. A, go, a goaltender. They've who got is, announcers. Who is a nice. who is a Vesna finalist last year, right? He's a he's a really good goaltender. I Winnipeg. I just don't. I can't envision Winnipeg losing in the first round. That's you know sometimes you just look at it like that. But is Paul Maurice a quick fixer or is he a shelf life coach? Um, he's probably a shelf life, but you know he got the extension. I think last year, maybe just before last season. And, again, they've got a ton of talent on that team, so I don't think he's in any danger. You know, they could end up winning the division. They were in Nashville. So. Let's do a game. Quick fix or shelf life. Um, but I like that. if you look at if the Blues were to fall down to the wild card, I mean, Calgary Flames, they've had a great year. I mean, they're very good offensively. But, again, limited playoff experience. I don't think that the Blues would be intimidated or scared to go up against Calgary. They've had some success. They've won games here. They've won games there. Also got blown out by Calgary here at the Enterprise Center. And Nashville does not scare the St. Louis Blues. That would be a hell of a series. Great for TV and everything. But I, I just think you, you focus on getting in. Well, if you get in, anything can happen, as they say. And I think the scenario, I think Chris Kerber said this the other day, if you could win the division, which is very unlikely, he said, and you could let Nashville, <laughs> Nashville and Winnipeg could beat the snot out of each other in a first round, a 2-3. That would be the dream scenario, but it's not likely. So you can't really even think about that. But in that scenario, it would be great to have those two beating each other up and one being eliminated. Oh, what, Nashville versus Winnipeg? Yeah, if they ended up facing each other. But to do that, that you'd have to win the division, which is highly unlikely. Probably so. We're down to, what, 17 games left in the season? 
The clock is ticking. Time is running out, Just Marty. Just do another 12-game winning corn. streak. That'll get you the division. Do that again. What's Chuck, that? 17. Just win 12 in, a row in, in, a, 12 in a row again. Another streak? Yeah, let's do that. It starts in Anaheim. Yeah, what's so hard about that? And again, the Blues, I, I say this kind of, uh, you've got to be careful. You've know, you got to walk on eggshells when you say this because they do have an easy schedule. Whoa, on, TV on, comment. On, Whoa. On, on, Whoa. On paper. Hold on. You're telling me they're not going to try? On, they know they on, can win these games? On paper. I think they play, what I say, four teams that are currently in the playoffs right now, which means there's a number of teams they're going to play who are sitting out of the playoffs. Sometimes those can be the more dangerous, the more difficult teams to face down the stretch. They want to play spoiler. You've got young, hungry guys in the lineup. They're fighting for contracts. They want to stay in the league. And, you know, there's no easy games. But, again, you'd rather play a team out of the playoffs as opposed to a hungry team that's in the playoffs. Typically, the team in the playoffs is probably better, right? Fair enough. Chuck's yeah. here as well. It's Andy Small Strickland. sample size. It's our uh, hockey segment every Wednesday, Coveted hockey, Hour. Is that what this is? Yeah, it's the hockey segment. Oh. Hockey Sense comes your way 4 o'clock on Fridays, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. We had the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes on last <laughs> Those jerks. Yeah. We had the former owner of the Florida Panthers on earlier today. Dr. Rick. Oh, yeah, small percentage, yes. Dr. Rick. Wow. <laughs> no, I think he was. I think How he much uh, ownership do you have? He was not. Well, I mean, you the, own the he, AAA he Blues? the owner. I mean, like, you know. I know, a former Minority you and Dr. Rick used to be tight, but you throw a lot He's of shade. He's my guy. I don't Doesn't know. Seem like it. a lot of shade. Usually, you, you talk. Usually, for your guys, you, you talk nice about them on the air and then off the air is when you give us the honest comments. No. So you're doing the opposite no. with Dr. Rick here. Dr. Lehman's my guy. I just love how you guys bring him on to like say, okay, well, the uh, what is the ingredient found in uh, hamster food that is now curing? Uh... That's a great question, Andy. <laughs> this is this is really interesting because. This study that was done in Norway, if you think about hamsters, I mean, we had one when we were kids, but, but what's happening here, he has an answer. <laughs> is He's it a true, fantastic Is it guy. true that egg whites are good for uh, healing sunburn? Frank, that's a great question. He has an answer. <laughs> he always has an answer. That's what I like. He always has an answer. But these stories you're referring to, these are actual medical studies in journals or on national news websites that he finds and he forwards over to us that he has already read. Mm. And then we pretend that we read them as well. Uh-huh. And we look at the headline <laughs> and we say, Doc, tell us about this. Part mm-hmm. of it's my fault because he'll send the articles to me and then I don't think to send them your way until about five minutes See, before when we, he's on when, the phone. When we did sports medicine and he and I talked, we may bring this back. We actually just did a recording for Demo. A different demo for a different Ooh. network. Oh, uh, different network. Not local. Not local. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, national? Not local. Not local. Canada? Something I want to get a piece that's just that part owner. TSN? Dr. Lehman is always in the works with something. Absolutely. And he is my guy, man. Please. How about with the with but, the pot? He's in on the pot stuff. Seriously. He, he's a, he is a endorser of CBD. Business will boom here soon. Yeah, man. He's a very smart, very intelligent guy. He helped my finger, too, and I shattered it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, great, <laughs> incredible. Love Dr. Rick. He He's my guy. I'm just, and Dr. Koo's my girl, his wife. Rick and Strick. Yes. Uh, Charlie, would you like to defend your honor? Because in the 11 o'clock hour, <laughs> I did point out <laughs> that I saw a little sheet of paper that had a bunch of numbers. That, that was were a pretty big sheet of paper. Pretty clearly. It was NBA. a post-it note. Everything <laughs> on this show, by the way, is either a lie, a huge embellishment, or incredibly misleading, just so everybody knows that. But go ahead. So Charlie had some numbers with plus, minus, and then the names they were, were like NBA, Orlando, Boston. Gambling like, oh, notes. these are gambling notes. Oh. So I wonder. Oh, ESPN, by the way, is hiring a gambling analyst. They're going to have a show, Ooh. like a 30-minute or hour-long show. No, just based on helping you place your bets for that night's games. 
Ooh. Doug Kilzerian is their big gambling guy sure. right now. Yeah, this sounds right. Um, <laughs> what do you make? Like, like, how, what's the easiest way to place bets right now? Where do you go to do that? I currently yeah, I gamble. got Bill over here. Are they still a sponsor? MyBookie.ag. Yeah. Online. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're a sponsor. Well, where do you place your bets? You can't On MyBookie. Chuck, oh, my, Chuck has a guy. And you just put some money in and you just decide how much you want to bet. You put on it in, usually get a nice little bonus. What's the easiest sport to bet? Oh, the easiest? I, I don't think any I don't think any sport What's is What's the hardest sport to is bet? Easy. Baseball? I would think that Hockey? the toughest lines would be where the most money where where gambling houses have the largest handles. So the NFL, for example, the most money is on the NFL and college football. So those lines are stricter and tougher, but mm-hmm. it's also the most popular. These do you bet straight up, or do you do like some of the like you know point totals and stuff? Well, like he that? had the halftime bet the other day with halftime the. Uh, bet. Sorry about that loss, Jack. The easiest just... bets were the American books that that uh, ha- when they handicap European soccer, they oh, always man. get it wrong. I've they, heard that. They, 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 I have can, heard that. Yes. If you if you get up early, and especially if you play like that, especially like Chuck's been doing on with basketball, is you start playing <laughs> the halves. They don't know what the hell's going on half the time. I know people who have raked in money during World Cup runs just because the American books do not know what they're doing. Mm. Really. But I was listening as I'm driving in, and you joke about betting halves. If you bet the first half, you know that both teams are doing whatever they can to do as well as possible in the first half. In the second half, you never know if there's a large spread. When do they roll out? The guy's off the bench. And if you have a 14-point spread, some teams will keep their starters until the end. Others will bring the walk-ons out in the last three minutes. In the first half, at least. And also, think about SLU. SLU is a very talented team. They have four or five really good players, but they're extremely thin. They also don't shoot free throws like, well. Do you bet you put money on SLU? My point is, SLU, is that what he said? SLU almost yes. always performs or outperforms the number in the first half. And they get worn and not down. not so much in the second didn't, half. He didn't put money on the Richmond game. Because of thin numbers. And again, they're oh, not a good put money on the free throw Mason shooting Mason game. game. <laughs> um, also, Martin would have. Little thing, I think the Blackhawks 18 straight over. Uh, 18 straight, their games have hit the over. It was like really? 21 out of 22. It's wow. absolutely Well, insane. you can count that because they're unreal offensively and they are absolutely trash defensively. And Steve, what Rocco brings up is there's a lot of research and strategy the gambling, yeah. you guys always make fun of it. It's fun to look at the lines, yeah. even if you're not this betting them. This sounds like a Saturday morning show. You should look into that. Gambling, no, I, by gambling, the way, Chuck's either. numbers. Didn't uh, <laughs> Was it People Magazine or Sports Illustrated said the sports person of the year in America for 2018 was the sports gambler? And all of your programming, TV, radio, web, will mm. change once gambling is legal in every state, I promise you. I'm wondering if you apply that same theory, though, that every team cares in the first half, they go all out, and then the second half, they may just kind of give up. I'm like, is that the radio well, you equivalent? Can't trust in the second half, you know, what the score will be and well, how the how the bench is used. And to be who's fair, in the game, who's not in the game? In the context of our show, our second it? segment usually not quite as strong as the first segment, so maybe Chuck's on something. Ooh. Look at the uh, Pelicans, for example, who, like, Anthony Davis plays, like, two quarters. Or he, like, would they take him out seven minutes in or something like that? Sounds right. First quarter? Yeah. Uh, something like something crazy. They, got... they put him back in the game uh, in one of the quarters with .6 seconds left, and it was an incredible, incredible move. All I'm saying is this. I do like to gamble. I embrace it. Mm. I did lose my Nevada bet first half. I won Michigan State yesterday. I only gambled on two games. I went one and one. I'm three and one for college basketball. 
you guys embellish and mislead <laughs> about everything. Next topic. What was the post-it note for then? I was writing down some NBA picks. What the options were. My gambling, my numbers, betting man. goes as far as uh, you know, betting Frank Kusumano, whether or not True Lock will That's get right, you're in the man. round. Yeah. How about yeah. this? This is a good question for everybody. Speaking of gambling, mm-hmm. Frank and I made a bet for an Oberweiss milkshake. We're sitting there at Slough yesterday. He used to bet Crown Candy milkshakes, Easy, and he never buddy. paid Don't up. Don't go too far now. I'm getting worried about you. Ooh, Here's the bet. Milkshakes. Here's Friday. the bet. It's a TV bet, Andy. Don't worry. TV bet. <laughs> TV Which bet. side would you guys take? And also text line 855-282-8255. Which side would you take? The question, the bet. Javon Bess, will he play in one NBA regular season game in his career? Not exhibition, not summer league. Will he suit wow. up in one regular season NBA game? I yes. I said yes. yes. Is, this the, is he playing for SLU? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have bet that you didn't know that. All right. Yes. Yes. He Frank plays for said, SLU. How about this? SLU Samano bet against that. I'm thinking Ooh. Javon Best, a six foot six. He probably doesn't want that made public. Wing defender. He's going to be the defensive player of the year Ooh. in the Atlantic 10. Just oh a glue gosh. guy that could work his butt off and gets on a D league and then all of a sudden gets a 10 day. That's what I'm saying. I and think he could. I think this is big here. He's he's moved from uh, a 27% three point shooter on just under three per game last year to a uh, 35% shooter on almost six per game this year. That kind of progression as a three-point shooter if he if he is able to make a jump in a camp with a team in summer league as a defender i think it's also going to come down to is he six six how long is he where's, three his, and wings, D. where's his wingspan how many guys are straight up three and but, D. He, but again though the problem is if his wingspan's only average for being six six if his wingspan's only like an extra inch or so that's just going to take eyes away from him if it comes out and he's got a wingspan of like six nine six ten That'll draw eyes. He'll get a summer league spot, and I wouldn't be surprised if he shows out there. And I know this is Travis Again, Marty Ford's. Blake over here. <laughs> I know this is Travis Ford's guy, but he has said he thinks Javon Best is the best perimeter defender in the country. And he also said yesterday to the media, he said, if you had any idea what this guy is going through on a daily basis, injury-wise, with that foot, to still go out there and play, he said you would have no idea. We have to tell him literally Stop practicing. Sit down and stop practicing because we need your energy and your minutes for the game. And Javon Best always wants to keep practicing. Senior night for the Billikens. They've got Duquesne at Chaffetz Arena. That game starts at 7. Mizzou's playing early tonight. A 5.30 game. Georgia. Three and a half. Tom Crean. Not a... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, like my God. I check the numbers. What's your Mizzou read? Hard to read. I would probably take Georgia. Georgia. Mizzou coming off a win. Georgia's what about the first half line? What would you do for I that? Think, I got to check the numbers, man. Georgia's pretty bad. I don't know. Mizzou right. coming off a win, though. Illinois plays tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Who Big Ten tournament next week. Let's go Illinois. Remind me who that was. Get that South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, something Drew Locke could never do. I think he was 0-3 in his career against South Carolina. Yeah. Check that for the end of the day. Nah. Ooh, end of the day is coming your way in just a little bit. Hardline coming your way at the top of the hour. Doors at Fast uh, Eddie's open at 1 o'clock on the weekends. Of course, it's 11 a.m. Seven days a week, the doors are open at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. If you haven't been in a while, get back. The food's great. I'm starving right now. I go for a half-pound Fat Eddie burger. Strick, you eat a little healthier. Mm. Peel and eat shrimp. Well, I can Ooh. do that. You can do that. Chuck, you're not so healthy. You can do a homemade bratwurst. I'll love take the, that. Love they the can narrative. Do homemade bratwurst. Homemade bratwurst. 
And Martin telling other people no, I said that I would, they're not healthy. I didn't say I was. Just read the ad. I didn't say I was. There is no read. I'm just talking. Love Fast Eddie's Alton, Illinois, Clark Bridge. Really, you hop over the bridge, you turn right, you can't miss it. I want to go up there. Me, Strick, and Chuck. Let's we do that. Not gone what yet. about Hoff? What about Rob? I'm sorry. They, my back, my back is turned to you guys. Don't like the little people? No, they're more than welcome. Um, I was TV up there. Guy. I had a Killian, Killian's Red, little bottled Killian's Red, cold as ice. Love that. Sat there, had a little food for a while, walked around. It's really a great place to explore. Mm. People watch. You can go with a group of two or That's 200. My They'll fit them. You like the people I watching. I love people watching. Love Fast Eddie's, and we'll check in with Eddie sometime soon. But get back if you haven't been in a while. Also, Offenberg Hyundai. Yes. One of our great sponsors this hour. They tried to sell Strick a hockey wagon a couple of years ago. And they're big supporters of Illinois basketball, which we yeah. carry on 590 The Fan. That's of right. Course, you can catch Illinois basketball right here live on 590 The Fan. My guy Matt Offenberg went to Champaign, graduated in three years. I go, what's wrong with you? Stretch it out. Yeah, I don't get that. Hurry it up. Stay worry. longer. Yes. So five what do you, years. Oh, Get a master's for no like, reason. Be like the people who graduate early. Yeah. I don't do that. He's too smart. My That's nephew uh, goes to Syracuse, and he he just pulled three straight. He's like an architecture program. So, I mean, he's much smarter than I am. He just pulled like three straight all-nighters. I mean, they don't. They, some kids work really, really hard, and they don't sleep. You're talking to the wrong so group here. Those are the people who get out in three years. I'll tell you what, though. I don't like that. This happened in high school. Everybody's <laughs> trying senior year to go to college. And get college credit at the yeah. University of Toledo. College. And I'm thinking, enjoy high school yeah. and then <laughs> go to college dream is to go four... to the University of Toledo. My point is getting yes. college credit so you can graduate <laughs> earlier from college. I'm like, no, go to college Why didn't and you have go to Ohio fun. State, by the way? Why didn't you go there? Everybody went to Ohio State. I want to do it? something different. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a great baseball player. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to Bradley's laugh. a great school. That's rude. And they're having a great game here, Missouri State, on Friday, 2.30. What a 4-5 matchup. You going to go? I'll try to go. It's kind of tough with the TV schedule. Mm. That's a TV it, question. What's the spread? Let them, let them off. TV question. That's a great question because Chick-fil-A? Bradley's 0-2 versus Missouri State this oh, year. Lost by spread. 5 and 18 points. Ooh. Uh, anyway, Offenberg Hyundai is located in O'Fallon, <laughs> Illinois. Highway 64 from downtown St. Louis. Easy to get to. On the web, it's OffenbergHyundai.com. And they have great vehicles. That's what Hyundai makes. First manufacturer that offered... 10 years, 100,000-mile warranty because they believed in what they were building. But on top of that, pre-owned vehicles. If you're in the market for an extra car, maybe the kids down at school, whatever it happens to be, great selection on the lot. They've had pickup trucks, Camaros, Corvettes, always a great selection on the lot. In addition to that, if you know what type of vehicle you're looking for, let them know. They'll find that car for you. Just give them the year, the make, the model. They'll go out and get the car for you. Part of the great service at Offenberg Hyundai in O'Fallon, Illinois. 